welcome to another episode of Motivated Mondays with Chantel. Hello, hello. So today, I want to talk about cycles of negativity, and specifically when the cycle repeats itself. When I think about the word cycle, I almost think about routine, but you know, routines are very different because routines can be very healthy for you. For let's say in the morning you wake up, you do some affirmations, you eat a healthy breakfast, you go for a walk, and then you get your day started by showering, getting dressed, and getting out the door to go to work or whatever it is that you may do, go to school, who knows? That's a healthy routine. It's something that establishes, um, you know, some positive and uh, some positive actions and something that you need to be doing or uh, something that is beneficial to you. The positive affirmations get you going in the morning, uh, going for a walk, you know, just kind of boost your day. And it's also something that is recommended. <laughs> but yeah so I like routines in a way but when I think about a cycle I know that it's something that's recurring I know that it's something that is definitely coming back and whether I want it to or not um, it's kind of like as a woman when you have a cycle you, you know that it's coming every single month you may dread the fact that it's coming because of the pain and and the irritability and all that kind of stuff but at the same time it's a positive cycle it lets you know that things are working as they should be but a cycle of negativity is a type of cycle that you don't want it's a type that so many of us fall into so often that we don't even know is happening until it's been going on for years. And then you start to feel kind of powerless um, and hopeless even. The most successful people, because of cycles of negativity, whenever they go home at night, may be feeling down. They may be feeling depressed. They may be feeling... You know, like nobody loves them, even though they have attained all these, th- you know, these levels of achievement because of a cycle of negativity. They have gotten to a space where they don't believe in themselves as a person. So story time. All of my romantic relationships have had a cycle of negativity. Um, they, they stem from cycles of negativity. Um, and I have at this point been single since 2016 and I'm just fine with that. Like I'm good and I'm not trying to be, Oh, the strong, independent black woman (laughs) that has nothing to do with it. I just, I'm content and I don't care. Like, I just don't think about it at all. So When I say that these relationships stem from cycles of negativity, I realize that in order to have a cycle like this, you literally have to have something going on internally. So when the first relationship started, let's go way back, like 10 years ago, literally 10 years ago, the cycle um, 
of negativity stemmed from a place of insecurity. So I feared missing the chance with this first person because I put them on a pedestal. And because I was insecure, I felt like I had to do any and everything possible to keep this relationship afloat. Um, And what that ended up doing was bringing out some negative aspects within myself, bringing out sides of me I didn't know existed, for one, and then also bringing out uh, sides of me that I am not exactly proud of and... Uh, they will never come out again is if I can help it, if I can manage my emotions and all that good stuff. I wasn't crazy. You know, I wasn't like tearing up stuff or breaking people's things, (laughs) but uh, there were, there was things that I did as a person, uh, not just physically, but emotionally that I just really didn't like. And I realized that stemmed 100% from the place of insecurity and in that cycle that I was bringing to the table. So the reason the relationship wasn't working didn't have so much to do with the other person, but everything to do with how I felt about myself. So that cycle just kept happening because no matter what we did, it would always kind of double back to the fact that I wasn't secure within myself. So the next two relationships were different because now I've changed a little bit. Um, So the second one comes along and there was a fear of not being loved and kind of settling. And I won't say settling for less because it wasn't. It was more like settling into a place that I wasn't ready to settle into. I remember, you know, feeling loved and feeling wanted and just being like, well, you know, like maybe I should because this might not happen again. Or, you know, like this person wants you right now, you would be crazy to just pass it up. Now I'm older now, obviously. (laughs) And I think differently, you know, it doesn't matter if somebody wants you, it's about how they treat you. And Not to say that I was treated badly, but it just, like, I think we both were coming off of uh, previous relationships and we were just looking for someone to hold, like, essentially. So, because of that fear of, you know, not being loved and that cycle kind of starting to back up, I went into this relationship and at first it was, everything was good, everything was great, but then it quickly started to dissolve and it ended. But I do realize that some of the traits and some of the 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 actions that I had in the previous relationship began to show up in this one. It it was the same thing. It was like deja vu. And so I said, "Okay. All right. I'm done with the dating scene for a while. I'm just going to focus on me." So, 2 years passed, right? And I'm, I'm chilling. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm good. You know, and then this traumatic experience happens. I start dealing with anxiety. I start having panic attacks. I, for the first time in my life, am very, very afraid and I don't know how to handle it or what to do about it. And so this is where the third relationship comes in. And it's, 
almost I, I feel bad saying this because it's kind of like me saying I only dated this person because I was going through something but it's almost the truth it was a crutch and I used the relationship to not deal with the, these negative emotions that I was feeling so deja vu right those negative traits that I didn't deal with are starting to come back and they're repeating themselves. So here we go again, you know, but of course I'm not actually going to be happy in this relationship because I'm not happy within myself. And when you're not happy within yourself, obviously you can't bring forth uh, your best, the best version of you and be the best person you need to be for the relationship. So instead of acknowledging that, you know, I'm not going to say that I played the blame game because I didn't. There were definitely some things that went down <laughs> in that relationship that anyone would walk away from. But I can say that initially I just kind of had this resistance and the resistance was coming from the fact that I didn't really want to be there, but I almost felt like I needed to because I feared hurting this other person and that's the worst type of relationship to be in don't we're not going to call it a pity relationship that's not what it was um, I did begin to care and I developed feelings for this person later on but they were just never the type of feelings that you should have in a relationship so that was definitely one of those negative cycle traits that I have you know where you start dating someone or you entertain someone, even though you might not really be interested like that. Um, it's not about playing with emotions. I don't like to play with people's feelings, but it's definitely something that I have done before because I, I needed somebody. Like I said, it was a crutch. Um, but thankfully I've blossomed as a person, as a human being, and I don't do that anymore. Amen. Um, so something weird happened and it happened, mm, I would say around 2017 or so. And it was like a wake up call where I stepped out of that cycle of negativity and I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like, you know how the infinity symbol looks like a number eight, not infinity, the car, but the literal infinity symbol looks like the number eight. And so you're going and you're going and you're going and it's just never ending, never ending, never ending. And then something really triggering like occurred and I don't know what it was, but I stepped outside of that infinity loop and I couldn't get back in it. And when I say I couldn't get back in it, what I mean is that no matter what was happening, I could not allow myself to, to be in that space anymore. A prime example, I was ha having a conversation with a friend of mine, you know, a few weeks back and she was telling me about some relationship issues and, uh, the relationship is over, but she was just saying to me how, she was feeling very insecure and she was dealing with this and that. And, you know, the, one of the, the main things that she said to me that really stuck out was uh, when she talked about 
her ex, she was like, well, maybe, maybe he's moved on. Maybe, you know, I wasn't good enough. Maybe, you know, some other girl has something that I don't. And I just checked all the way out. I'm not going to, like, I kept listening, obviously. I was there for my friend. But at that moment, I checked out of the conversation because I couldn't relate. I had stepped out of that ne- that infinity loop of negativity. So for me, as soon as she said, maybe it's me, maybe this, like when you have moments of self-doubt, you're giving the other person power, you know, and I'm, it's not even that he necessarily wanted the power. It's not that he did anything um, <clears throat> to her in that moment on that day. It's just that I saw so much of my past self in her in that moment. And it's amazing how much you can grow and, and become a different person. And it happens right before your eyes. Like you don't even realize it is happening until you sit down and have a conversation with some of your peers and realize that you're not in the same headspace. It bothered me that she felt that way because we should never allow another person to have that much power over us. But then I realized at one point in time, I was her. You know, there was a point in time when I would try to figure out what I did so wrong and what made me susceptible to the type of behavior that I was having to endure. Um, It bothered me. It really, really did. And I I was trying to uplift her, but you know, one, something I've come to realize is very hard to bring a person out of a dark place if they are not ready and willing to go um, to a higher place. So it's kind of like drug addicts, you know, they're not going to get better unless they want to help themselves. Um, And I think it's the same thing with any type of addiction, love addiction, um, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, all of that is the same. You know, you don't want to get better unless you pull your, you don't want to get out of that unless you're ready to. Um, And I'm not saying my friend is addicted to love, but I do believe that she has a different perspective of it than I do. Um, I see love as something that is unconditional and unyielding and something that you don't have to necessarily work for. It's just kind of there. Um, now, do you have to work for it as far as relationships go? As far as, you know, do you have to wake up, sign up for love and, and really clock in? Yes, but I'm... I do believe that love in itself is an effortless type of feeling, um, you know, followed by a whole lot of action. Um, But I don't think that at any point love is defined as you doubting who you are as a person or feeling less than. Um, So, like I said, when people begin to talk about themselves in a negative manner it doesn't do anything for me I I can't be around that because I find that I am more successful um, not just romantically or uh, friendship wise but I'm more successful 
across the board whenever I think more positively about myself, obviously. Um, that doubles back to last week's podcast when I discussed law of attraction and, you know, how your mind really does play a major role in how successful you are as a person. Um, I realized that when I was in those cycles of negativity, I lacked the ability to create. I didn't, um, I didn't draw, I didn't paint, I didn't write. There was just absolutely no creativity, no inspiration whatsoever. But as soon as I would get out of these relationships or as soon as I would get out of these cycles, magic would happen. And I literally mean magic. Like I could put forth some sort of content and win an award or I could... I could, you know, decide, okay, I'm going to be a published researcher and that would happen. Or uh, I would just make major, major moves when my mind was not clouded by any sort of negativity. So I want that for the people in my life, obviously. I want everyone that I know and that who I love and the people I'm surrounded with, even the people that I'm no longer necessarily surrounded with but people that I have encountered I want positivity for them I want them to be able to break out of the cycle of negativity and step into a new cycle step into a cycle that is all positive step into a cycle where you are infinitely blessed because what you give is always what you would love to receive um you know I feel like (laughs) I feel like they've been teaching this for years, you know, the golden rule hanging in classrooms when I was growing up was treat others as you would like to be treated. Um, When I would go to church, it would say, um, do unto others as you would do unto yourself. You know, it's the golden rule. Um, So I think that it is extremely, extremely important that you pay attention to how you feel whenever something happens and you have a deja vu type of moment. Pay attention to that feeling. And if necessary, break the cycle. Because if you are in the cycle of negativity and you feel that deja vu moment, that is the perfect moment to step out. And it's the perfect moment to break the cycle before you get stuck on spin and life just becomes one huge whirlwind. Thanks for listening.